0: Up, everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Plate Stack Chat—not just Plate Stack Chat, but Plate Stack Chat Live. And even more exciting than that is it is the CrossFit Open. I'm delighted to be welcomed as usual by Jason and Sam, but this week joining us from the UK CrossFit community is Joe Taylor. Joe, welcome around the plate stack.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. I'm looking forward to this discussion about what's set to be. I'm sure an exciting
0: open that's coming up in the future. hundred uh, percent. I think it's exciting um, because we're finally back in our affiliates, right? So many, I think all, I know Sam, Jason and myself, like all made attempts at 21.1 through 21.3 and four, um, but to actually be able to have Friday night lights again, regardless of the workout on the board and the scores on the board, <laughs> Uh, It was just great to have everyone back in, kind of throwing down. And was that the case for you guys? You're up at Form Fitness, right?
1: Yeah, as you can see, I'm still here doing a late shift. (laughs) Not. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, over at Form Fitness, um, yeah, same thing there, Friday night lights, you can't beat it. Um, People doing wall walks for the first time, which I'm sure we'll get onto soon. But, yeah, there's some Friday night lights, you can't beat that feeling.
0: Definitely, and uh, Jason Sam, how how are you both? Did you enjoy? Um, you were both in your respective home um, home affiliates, weren't you? So was it good to kind of uh, have have the kind of was it Friday night? Was it Saturday morning? Was it ther- Thursday? Couldn't have been Thursday night. Some might have done it Thursday. I don't know.
2: Some definitely did do it Thursday night because I I noticed that me being top of the leaderboard. When we were all equal, did not last very long. Thursday night already, I dropped hundreds of places. I was like, "Oh, that's not great." Um, yeah, I, I did it. Friday morning, actually, um, I, I I was driving back from Wales Thursday night, and so my phone was like buzzing from the the little team group I'm in um for crossfit bath with like people commenting on the announcement and what the workout was and and i'm driving and i'm like i know what all these messages are about and i can't look at my phone and it was just sort of oh just two more hours to go and i'll be home and then i can find out what i'm gonna have to go through uh, and then yeah and then friday morning um rochelle went down at 9 30 and she did the open workout and then i went down at 10 30 and did it and uh it's going to be the same this week i'll be there 10.30 in the morning, but I'll, I'll go back in the evening to cheer people on, but mm. definitely nice. It's much nicer to cheer people on when you've already done it, and there's no danger of <laughs> you having to do it again.
0: Uh, husband versus wife, then. Who is top of the uh, the leaderboard in, in in the Croxton household? I mean,
2: I feel like that's an unfair question to ask, because I've done the Open many times. This was Rochelle's first year doing oh, fantastic. the Open. um and she... I, you know, I'd give it the a strategy if you if you can do an RX rep, do it. But um, yeah, she she did the scaled even for the <laughs> wall, for the wall walks, which we might mention something about the the wall walks and a little problem she had doing the scaled version. Because um, I know you've yeah. got, I know you've got thoughts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, no, no, um, definitely.
0: Let, let let's uh, definitely talk more on that shortly. Sam, putting yeah, a pin mine. in that. Sam, let's let's hear. How was Bear Walden CrossFit? Yeah, for, mate, uh, the it first... was.
3: It was buzzing. It was absolutely buzzing. There must have been like there must have been 50 plus people there Friday night. It was so so good. Um yeah, we had some guys like Mega throwing down. Um, one of our guys beat Noah Olsen, <laughs> Um, which wow. I was like, what? Um yeah, uh and then no, did he beat Noah Olson? Maybe he didn't. He was repping about the same. No, he kind of have beaten Noah Olson. Olsen. That would be ridiculous. He was basically, uh, well, he, I think he did the same as everybody else, that everyone else did in their first round. They did it at the same speed as Noah Olsen and then decided that was a bad idea. It was the first thing that I noticed of everybody. I was like, look, guys, don't go out too hot. If you're doing it like faster than one minute 45, then you're probably doing it wrong. Um, and everyone went out like, yeah, 123 in the first minute. I was like, you're going to die quickly. Um, but I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Yeah. Bear Warden was brilliant. Um, the workout is not really my, not not really my. Well, the wall walks not really in my wheelhouse. Um, <laughs> but the rest of it actually was alright. wasn't yeah. wasn't too bad.
0: So, uh, Joe, you you mentioned you know you up at form form fitness and there were, there were plenty of people doing their first ever wall walks. Um, how 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 many people were kind of like I, I get the impression forms are a substantial Facility, a substantial community where there where there are plenty of people, kind of filling the classes throughout the weekend.
1: Yeah, I mean, you look, we've got over, I think, 150 members, so you can imagine how stacked that is on a Friday night. Um, they're still limiting the classes to 16 to 20 per class, but they had, I think, 24 on each open class. So obviously, people before waiting for people after wait, and then people after that waiting for people before. You soon get 60 people all cheering people on in one space. It's absolutely electric. Like Sam said, it went off definitely at form. And yeah, like I said earlier, you can't beat it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's in a little bit of a transition form at the moment. Um, a lot of the competitive members since lockdown have decided to take up triathlon running, that type of activity. And found out they were pretty goddamn good at it so they carried on which is um a little bit of a shame um so yeah there was quite a lot of people whose first open it was as well there's quite a lot of new members at form so it was even more exciting for those guys to witness it for the first time because um i think like i've heard, heard on one of these uh, previously where people are like why should i pay to do the open it's just a workout I'm paying to do. And then they finally realize why come Friday night. And it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, yeah. that open magic, whether it be Friday night or Saturday morning or whenever uh, it is something that I think is, is worth uh, worth kind of paying that twenty dollars or whatever it is to kind of be a part of. And I was recording a podcast with Emily Hart from CrossFit 13 yesterday and they were saying and and Jason I know you've got those intramural teams as well it adds that extra kind of excitement that kind of like you know the the interbox competition um which yeah you could do that without signing up for the open if you want but um you know it just legitimizes it a little bit well we've got um
2: one one member of CrossFit Buff that's in my team uh, and is someone I know uh sort of because of the, the other podcast and that um you know I'd messaged her like a week or two before, saying, "Oh, I've seen you're in in our team, and you're going to sign up for the open." And she was really hesitant. She's like, I, you know, I, I don't want the extra pressure. I'm kind of stressed with stuff anyway. And, and, I, and you know, I'm also, you know, as, as Boz was saying, like, you know, if people don't want to do it, don't put too much pressure on them. But I was saying, you know, but I've, it isn't any pressure. You're going to have fun. You're going to enjoy it. Um, she's like, we'll, "We'll see. We'll see." Uh, so she went down Friday night, and then sent me a message like that <laughs> i was like oh i've signed up because mm. just seeing everybody there doing it and having fun was like enough awesome. to get her on um she did then message me saturday saying i've just tested positive with covid <laughs> so uh,
0: <laughs> her has, ended,
2: has ended very quickly but um
0: oh dear.
3: Yeah, but
2: Uh, that's that's not necessarily going to happen to everybody.
0: (laughs) Mm. I I, I tell you what, I do want us to talk about the announcement because uh, the announcements have always been a big part of the Open. Um, But before doing that, I'm going to give you a little stats exclusive talking about not pushing people to sign up. I pulled the leaderboard for the UK. And by the UK, I mean those that have registered as like country being United Kingdom. So that's going to get expats in other countries, but it's not going to include um, kind of... Anyone like who's in the work training and works at a UK affiliate but is under a different nationality, so it is a limiting, it's the limit of any stats, right? But one thing I will say, so just with that caveat, is
2: that just let's let's whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) let's just. Let's walk through that again, Tom. So, yeah, just so I've understood. Do
3: you yeah. want to know what? On, do, of, do you want to know what I heard? I heard it was la 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 la. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. what can I? Slow, can I slow just down know, for me, Tom? Slow it down.
2: Well, can I say what I think I understood? Because I've got a practical example, and if that's correct, you say yes, that's it, and then uh, and then we move on. Um, so, like, r- my wife, <laughs> Rochelle, is. Signed up for the open at CrossFit Bath, but because she's Filipina, mm-hmm. her little flag is of the Philippines, so yes. she
0: will not be included in your stats. Is that yes, correct? That okay. uh, That's a really good example. Another example would be the likes of Evie Hollis out at CrossFit Yas, Josh Al-Charmer over at CrossFit Invictus in the States. Both of them are included in the stats because they are UK. Like their nationality, if that's the right word to use, is United Kingdom, but they are obviously training and registered at affiliates in other regions. I see. So it's it's. So the... you
3: could be the national champ, but live in
0: Azerbaijan. Yeah, yeah. Sam Briggs, for example, now is Cornerhouse or Cornerstone CrossFit, which I believe is the affiliate she trains at in the U- in the United States, whereas previously she's always been CrossFit Black Five. Hmm. So, Has
3: someone got uh, someone doing some sweeping in the background?
1: I don't know. Hear... Let me shut my window.
0: <laughs> he's vanished. <laughs> he's back. Uh, yeah. That, so that that'll be one example. I Sam, I assumed it was your dog again.
3: No, no. Unfortunately, not this time. He's. Uh, I don't know, he's doing... So,
0: yeah, so there's an example, as you mentioned there, Jason, like Rochelle would not be included in the stats. Neither would someone like Netta Tucker out of CrossFit NIDAS because she competes under the Czech Republic flag. So there's always that limitation. What I've done is I've analyzed the individual leaderboard. I've not analyzed the affiliate leaderboard, which is depends on how you slice it, right? Uh, just, you know, just to put you to sleep, you know, maybe put this on before trying to go to sleep. But what I was going to get to is that on the individual leaderboard, there are 14,673 UK national athletes registered for the Open this year, which is about four and a half thousand more than registered last year. So, you know, we've seen like a 40 percent increase. Um, but the reason I mentioned that now, because we were talking about inc- encouraging people to sign up, is 10 percent of those 14,000 didn't post a score for 21. 21- 22.1.
3: So how many uh, was it 14,000
0: 14,673 giving you an exclusive there. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> the exclusive no one asked for. Um and over 1400 of those so 10% didn't post a score for 22.1. So there's plenty of examples 10% in fact you sign up get involved in the open and for whatever reason and what
1: was the uh, increase versus last year tom
0: on up Last year was about 10,000. Now, it's not surprising to see it significantly lower yeah. given that gyms weren't even open. Um, but yeah, that's where we were. But yeah, that was supposed to be a quick stat. Not so quick, but uh, if anyone's still with us, um, that's a... Well, uh, I mean, the,
2: the stat was quick. The yeah. context we needed to build in order to understand this, stat took some time. Yeah. But the, the stat itself was... That's <laughs> no, see, question what... yeah. that i and, and like... asked...
0: That you know, so you imagine me trying to write an Instagram caption, right? For any of those stats I put up. You know, I spend far too long on that, but there we go. So I'll inevitably try and shoehorn on some more in as we kind of continue with the discussion. But let's take it back onto the topic that I wanted to start with, which is what normally kicks off any week of the open, especially the first week of the open, is the open announcement. But this year, no Dave Castro. Now, admittedly, we've not we've we've actually had years, I think it was 2019, we didn't have open announcements at all, right? So we have had open announcements without the Dave Castro, but he was obviously not involved in the tour because he's, uh, you know, parted ways with with CrossFit. So I'm first of all going to tell you, and you might be shocked to hear it, I haven't watched the 22.1 wow. announcement because oh. I was tra- I was traveling that evening and just didn't, ever prioritise but I thought it'd make for great discussion today so who wants to start um you know Joe as the as the guest I'm gonna give you that start have you watched the open announcement and what were your first thoughts
1: yeah I mean the first thing obviously you notice is that it was at 8 p.m a normal time for British people to be able to tune in watch it and enjoy it with their evening meal which was very welcome for me instead of waking up on a Friday morning, flicking on YouTube before I read any text messages and watching it myself organically. Um, I didn't have to wake up that 20 minutes early, which was very welcomed. And, but yeah, the, the whole production and things I thought worked really well. Um, I thought it was a little bit weird in the fact that they gave them about two, three, four minutes to warm up the gents before they went. Um, And basically said, here are the standards, we presume you can do them, crack on. But um, yeah, it was really exciting. I thought they chose some really good Um, matchups. Well, I weren't surprised that Noah went out fast and died off towards the end. But uh, I was surprised he didn't hold on and beat Velna, to be honest, and Mm. show a little bit more character and heart. But, you know, it is what it is and how people beat noel Olsen and Vellner by two full rounds is absolutely beyond me on the full leaderboard, but hey-ho, it was a really good show, enjoyed it with, I think I had spag ball that night, so yeah, it was nice. <laughs> I, I
0: think that there's always that thing with the kind of like an open announcement, especially, and we will get into this in terms of strategies, you know, especially the movement standards meant that you need to go in with a strategy, and I I, I d- I don't think they give a pre-warning to the... Maybe they do, you know, but who knows? But, you know, they you have that kind of few minutes to warm up and then they go again. And I, I don't know whether, you know, Velma and Noah posted the score that they got in the Open announcement or whether they went off and did it again on Sunday to kind of get the score that they wanted. Knowing that they only need to get top 10%, I I'm pro- I imagine they didn't bother. Uh,
2: I mean, they, they definitely posted the score from that night because it went mm. up almost immediately um i've not seen any evidence of them redoing it and as you said why why would they mm-hmm. like do you like and and i've no doubt if they hadn't done the announcement then there'd still be people that would have beaten them but maybe they would have beaten them by a round not by two rounds because they yeah. would have gone into it with a different mindset but you know you've already done it and and it, and it doesn't matter and it's not really going to change anything unless you think oh i'm actually going to win this workout and win <sighs> some money like it's not gonna change much for them. Uh and it is it was interesting to hear um like I think I was listening to the Savan podcast and like Rich Roading won't let the people redo like the, wow. the the team members and that is like you're not redoing it. You you do your best that first time and like unless something catastrophic happens during the workout, he's like there's no need to redo it, so we're not mm. going to. Um, And I I think that's the mentality that the majority of the athletes have gone into. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you're worried about... Like, if you're worried about your open score, you're not going to the Games. Like, that's it's that
1: simple, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think that's quite evident as well across the UK, scene because I saw sort of Mikey Steele, Reggie, Post, obviously, just another workout. Let's get back to training. Because obviously their goals... Further down the line, the semi-finals, um, or even if they go team, maybe they have going to focus on a completely different type of training. Yeah.
2: And it's because it resets every time. If if scores yeah. carried over, or there was some, you know, element that oh, actually your score is then added to your score at, at quarterfinals, and that there would be a, it would be a different story. But as it's sort of a a fresh start every time, you just need to do enough to get through, and then you're fine.
3: Hmm. That's also surely a mindset thing, though, because in the CrossFit games, you don't get to redo the workout. <laughs> like, you don't get another chance, you know, so I guess what Rich Froning is trying to instill in his guys is, look, you only got one chance. Like, if the dumbbell falls apart or something at the CrossFit games, then there are, you know, there, there are things that, there are ways that they can get around that that, you know, they can allocate you different time or they get you a dumbbell instantly or, you know, and then they add some reps on or whatever that, but that's like the head judges and the, the kind of scoring team's job. But Realistically, like, unless I mean, unless your dumbbell falls apart or your box like smashes in two, like, you what's the point in doing it again? And if that's mm-hmm. happened, you're probably not that far in the workout anyway, or or, or it's you're far enough that it's not necessarily going to matter that much,
0: mm-hmm. you know. I, I probably will go, will go back and look, watch the announcement at some point. The main reason being is I really wanted to see like. Danielle Brandon and Bethany Shadburn going head to head, both being like underdog athletics um, kind of athletes. One thing I guess, though, is that those two must train together quite often. So I guess it was just kind of like, like say another training day for them. It just so happened that the cameras were out and maybe they got some free stash from Noble. Yeah.
2: I mean, that that was exciting. And i tell you what, Danielle looks fierce. Like she... Uh, this is going to be a good year for her, I think. So that that was great to see that. I think that was more more interesting to watch than the the Velner um, one. Um, yeah. I have a question for Joe though, which is because he said he really liked the thing. How did you feel with like Tia announcing the workout and not even being there in person, but it kind of being done through like a Zoom call, um, and then struggling to open the envelope and and that kind of? Did you like that or?
1: I thought they did it on purpose to fill the Castro awkwardness that there's usually there. (laughs) I thought it was quite a nice little bit of comedy, But, um, but yeah, it was, it was really strange why they wouldn't just get someone there to do the announcement and that they felt that because Castro wasn't there, the next best thing was probably a CrossFit Games champion to do the announcement. They don't, kind of feel that they're at the stage yet or anybody else at crossfit is to do that announcement i think that really surprised me that they haven't got the confidence in their own celebrity status if you like to do it themselves yeah
2: or even that you're trying to eliminate that right isn't that the whole thing of like it being now now it should be crossfit and not this person uh
3: arguably though well no but arguably though so surely maybe tia so tia's not doing any of the workouts pre she's not booked in to do any of the workouts right so but justin is um so it might have been like oh well you know we we couldn't get tia to do one of the workouts so oh well let's get her to be part of it and announce maybe Mm. or do something along those lines like I'm, i'm not sure it was a deliberate necessarily like oh let's fill dave's shoes with something else because they didn't do that for anything else like mm. i mean maybe the the instagram post before the weird i don't even play that game that everyone plays like what's the wordle, game at the time? wordle. wordle that's it. with the wordle thing i was like mm. oh, okay um well, but... have you
2: seen the latest one the one that went out today <laughs> <No. coughs> even no, more even more Castro esque.
0: I know. We'll 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 get onto that later. I'm okay. gonna keep a, uh, keep keep some order to this. Okay. So <laughs> we're
2: on this. My, my my feeling is like why use a person again? Like why yeah. have it be a role? Somebody's doing. What I would have preferred because also she doesn't know the move. It's very the Oscars. You know, she's opening the envelope. She pulls <laughs> it out. She starts reading the movements. And I just feel like that's that is the most important bit of information that is being conveyed that whole evening right is mm. this is the workout so why not have bosman or another judge or a seminar staff or somebody just come out and be like okay guys this is the workout or have it like you know a demo team have somebody mm. say this is the workout it is going to be war walks these are the standards that we want to see from you it's then going to be like make it more as a this is for the community so you all understand what the workout is or you do the Dave Castro kind of oh, ha the reveal of the workout. <laughs> this weird middle ground is just like you, you're saying on the one hand, you know, you're firing Dave and saying this isn't the direction of CrossFit anymore, and then you're like, but here's us doing pretty much exactly the same thing with our new direction, and you're like, this, you know, that that was my only thought. I, again, I didn't, I didn't love it, I didn't hate it, I just don't understand it. I think mm. that would be my sentiment. Okay. Ah uh, fair enough. Look, at, fair look enough.
3: at me jumping on the fence with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well no, I I think I I think I didn't I'd be honest I I didn't enjoy I didn't enjoy the whole package of of the the show if you will and not because Dave wasn't there because I don't if if anyone knows me I don't give a toss, um, yeah, and and it you know and it it's and it's not because they were trying to fill this like Dave Castro slot. I just and I love all the guys that are there. Chase is great, Sean's great. Um, you know, all, all, the whole team are, are really good guys. Like, and I just, I don't know. It just could it could have been so much slicker. It could have been you know, as you say, if you'd have made the. Um, as you said, Jase, like if you, if you'd have made the main point of information the main point of information, yeah, that would have mm-hmm. been brilliant. And then you've got these cool athletes like throwing down against each other after you found out like the big news. That's that's what people. I think that's what people want to see. Mm-hmm. You don't it's too long,
2: right? It doesn't need. Yeah, all
3: you don't tell turn you what. on. Well, you don't like you don't turn on. I don't know. I'm trying to think of another. I'm trying to think of another thing where they reveal stuff, but like. I don't know. You don't watch. This is a real the bad FA, one.
0: The FA Cup draw. That's yes. one where. Yes. Right,
3: yeah the FA Cup draw. You basically switch it on. This is the information, and then you have some color analysts after talking about what's going on, and then you tune in to watch the matches when they happen. Like that's yeah. sort of. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, it's, isn't it great to see Arsenal playing Chelsea? This you know on on the FA Cup draw this time or whatever. Well, you know.
2: Well, like Joe mentioned, that like the time to warm up. So why don't you just get them in there like introduce the athletes give us the workout and then right they're going to go and warm up and we're going to set up the rig and this and that and you can fill that bit of time with mm-hmm. some of the other elements that they brought in and you're like oh now we're going to you know go visit a local box or we're going to talk about the the l1 course or whatever like whatever it may be but we all know oh you're doing that because the athletes are getting warmed up because they know now what the yeah. workout is and and that because actually like if we're honest which i know we rarely are but if we're (laughs) the open workouts are always going to be kind of boring right because it's just one workout so it's you know you wouldn't watch the crossfit games if it was just one workout it's like you you want to see them trying different things and the dump so you generally got two athletes one workout going like yeah okay they're going head to head but it's, it's not the same is it there's no wild oh, no, card coming in from the back of the
3: no, pack. No, but the, but the other thing, the really interesting, this is the really interesting thing, is that I, I would watch it. So I I watched it to see how fast they were going, right? Because I want to know how fast I should be going. Because if they're doing it in, if they're repping, you know, they got what, what do they get like 12, 10 rounds or something? So I know that I I shouldn't be going any faster than two minutes around. Because I'm not an elite athlete. So if I'm going any faster than two minutes for my first three rounds, I'm probably gonna be looking at a box or a dumbbell Mm -hmm. or a wall for some long period of time. You know, that's what I want to watch it for. I wanna obviously find out what the workout is, maybe see some cool stuff from people, you know, around that are doing just cool stuff around the open. And then I wanna watch how fast these guys do it and how good they are.
1: And then you could turn it off and I'll be done. Yeah, I think it goes back to both what you say, Sam and Jason. Um, If they do give their athletes time to warm up, which absolutely baffles me, because if I I relied on CrossFit to pay my bills, I wouldn't jump into a world that's unknown with three, four minutes warm up um, through injury. And from what you've just said is people want to see like what you said, Jason, maybe a demo team doing the reps and someone explaining the standards Because then when you get to the box on Friday morning, Friday night, you know the standards. You don't have to necessarily listen to your coach as hard and ask as many questions because you've watched it on TV. Mm. Um, And that could be a real filler for 10, 15 minutes in that gap. And I think that would tip quite a few boxes and get back to the main objective of the show to release a workout, not watch
0: some top tier CrossFitters go off against each other still cold. <laughs> and and I think, you know, that, that speaks to, you know, cause that Nicole Carroll will sometimes come in and give a few little tips and stuff, you know, alongside like an explanation. Cause that is key. And it is a really good resource, both for individuals, but for affiliate owners and coaches to be like, well, if my members, if, if a good proportion of my members have watched that quality, informative content, it's going to make getting 24 people through an open workout in the space of 60 minutes, a lot easier potentially even more than 24 people. And I guess that lends itself to it being at, going right back to what you said at the beginning, Joe, of it being at 8pm GMT, so we can actually watch it with our tea, right? And there's me, I've lived in the South for far too long now, but I'm still going back to saying tea uh, for, uh, for, as, as a fellow Yorkshireman. I thought you'd appreciate that. I,
1: um, yeah, I refrain myself from saying dinner, tea, tea, um, just because I know we've got some southerners on the call, <laughs> Uh
0: oh, But that, that's that's that, that's a tangent that I'm going to definitely get back onto before the end of this podcast. But what I want to say then is because I didn't watch. So talking about watching the open announcement, and Sam, you were saying there it's a chance to see how fast people are going. I just saw something on Instagram that said box step up, box jump overs, and war walks. And it wasn't until I got to, so I did the uh, open Saturday morning at CrossFit All or Nothing in Hall, North Devon, because it's where we were over the weekend. But it was only when I got there that I realized that the movement standards had changed. Um, So I'd gone in with some thought of being like, right, I can do wall walks in this amount of time, snatches this amount of time, and then box jump overs, 15 of them, that'll be fine, and I'll just recover in the gaps between my wall walks. And it was only when they said, you've got to step down off the box. Um, You clearly didn't listen
3: to the uh, plate stack chat the week before the open. Uh, What about
0: listening to the movement standards? Hey, I was going to listen to the movement. (laughs) About about (laughs)
2: reading the movement standards before
0: you attempt to do the workout. Yeah, I did, I did. Like, I I, I got the movement standards once I got to, you know, where I was going (laughs) to do it. But I'd gone through this initial process in my head, like we probably all did. And that's what I kind of want to get into. Not only the movement standards, but how that impacted our our kind of strategies in that I'd thought 15 box jump overs, you know, that might be something I'll, I'm not an amazing springy athlete, but I probably would have been, I, I preferentially jump down just because it's better for my knees, um, which maybe doesn't make sense than trying to step down because I've got short legs and I don't like to kind of load my knee and try and twist off a box, um, which I, I inevitably have to do with a, with a 24 inch box and only a 30 a 29 inch inseam let's say Well, no, i'm 27 tom so it was even worse for me oh, just, yeah. there, there we go. but i will get into it. i was pleasantly surprised but let's let's talk about the step downs then i know i'm not the shortest of the of the, of the people of on this the school like go on that. say it tom um, i've just uh,
1: got small legs tom i'm six foot got a long torso <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think, what movements would that make you really good at? I'm not sure. (laughs) On deadlifts, maybe? Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, did did anyone else kind of like have a a nervous uh, response to kind of like... Yeah, I mean,
1: for me straight away, I was a bit peed off, to be honest, because, um, but then I reflected and obviously saw why they'd done what they'd done. But the first, my first reaction was... Rebounding is a skill and you're taking the skill element out of the movement, which makes it more even playing field for someone who's been doing CrossFit longer and spent more time practising the movements to be able to become more efficient. And so it's jeopardising their performance. But then when you look at it from the other point of view for a lot of the new members at form, for example, um, the amount of people who had probably blown their Achilles up would have been probably twofold. Um, it would have been double digits probably. Those guys haven't got conditioned ankles to the same uh, degree as some people who've been doing it quite a long time. Um, And if they'd have attempted them, obviously you can only say, I wouldn't do it if I was you, but with the adrenaline and the open magic, I think people would have tried to rebound that just shouldn't be rebounding. So I can see both sides of the fence, but my initial reaction was kind of, what the... Yeah,
2: see, mine was the opposite. I was when I heard <laughs> this, I was like, good, because I, I generally step down anyway, just um because of longevity, I suppose. Um and yeah, I think I'm pretty proficient. I mean, you know, Tom knows that I'm shorter than both he and Sam. So I don't know how tall you are, Joe, but I'm I'm gonna probably guess I'm shorter. <laughs> so
1: um you, you've also got the eight, tra- Jason.
3: 358 think of like, oh, five, Jason, jason definitely think, shorter. think of like a leprechaun <laughs> that's probably like that's probably where we're at yeah. <laughs> as
0: well but, but so- jason you've also got the uh the the you know definitely mobility that I'm envious of I was gonna say mobility of a Chinese weightlifter but you know so you, you're not you're not afraid of that kind of like large range of motion that kind of is inevitable if you're of shorter stature and stepping down off a box
2: yeah so i i think that i'm i i just what the way i saw it is that oh this is is because obviously i would have probably been jumping down if if we could have just to go a Mm -hmm. bit faster and i actually thought oh this is nice because this means i can kind of keep my usual rhythm and cadence Mm -hmm. i would use in a wad and i could just apply it to to the open and um and when i was looking at that workout like the, the box jumps were probably the only thing looking at it just you know listed there that i was like super confident with because you know i I love a box jump so i was like okay that that's fine it's a 22.5 kilo dumbbell you know i hate that that's always heavy (laughs) and then wall walks last time i did wall walks was in a field during 21.1 so i was like who knows how these are gonna go um so that was uh, my. I'm process.
3: fully, I'm fully stoked. So I, I was fully stoked when they announced that you had to step down because my stepping down is way. I personally, if I want to do, you know, what well, I, if I was considering, for example, Mal O'Brien with like 392 reps or something last night, nearly 200 box jump overs. Surely that is more efficient doing step down, step and jump rather than bam, 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 bam because you would just you'll blow up whatever part of your body like mm. 200 reps is a lot of box jump overs but for me like well there's a video of me doing them i think somewhere on the internet and i was pre- like that wasn't that that wasn't the handbrake of that workout for me i could have done another sort of <laughs> someone's handbrake's going um my <laughs> <by>, uh <laughs> I could I could have carried on doing the box jump overs and the um, dumbbell snatches the wall walks for me as as I often say I'm 140 kilos like how many people put 140 kilos over their head Hmm. like that that's essentially what I do in a wall walk right Just, just pushing myself. Uh, to the thought, wall. Are,
0: are your hands not like forty kilos each? Right. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's only sixty, really. Well, they're, right?
3: they're, they're, st- they're still above the floor, though, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, no, and, and I think I, I'm, I'm someone else who hadn't done wall walks since twenty one point one. To be honest, I haven't even I don't think I'd used a 22.5 kilo dumbbell since 22 uh, 21.2 either I'd been focusing on whatever you know normally pick up the 20 or even kind of go oh 15 and we'll go faster and then not go any faster um but uh yeah I think it um that that was um that was another thing they changed wasn't it like the that the you weren't having to measure and tape and and stuff based on your shoulder height and I didn't, that didn't make the movement, I didn't feel the mo- movement being any different, but like I said, I haven't done it enough. And I think it probably just made it logistically a hell of a lot easier because you could just tape up, you know, 55 inches and 60 inches or whatever distance it was. And, and then those stations were ready to go for the whole weekend, which I think I much prefer instead of having to kind of like do some origami and trigonometry and, and kind of like uh, have, have that all on camera if that's what you were doing, if you were submitting a video.
2: Well, if you think in CrossFit Bath, we had what, like 170 plus signups for the Open. So when I went in Friday morning, there were basically two walls were taped up with boxes in front and they could just run people through. As you said, like if you're having to move the tape, move the line, measure every athlete, that's delaying the amount. So we went in, did a big group warm up, everybody got there like judge. And then we ran through once then we swapped and we ran for a second time. And it was just so simple and easy for everyone to kind of do it. Um, so I, what's funny is that of all the free movements, the wall walks, I think I tried one or two in like the warm up. And I was just thinking, man, this line is really close to the wall. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, mm. Three, two, one, go. The wall walks were by far for me where I was making up time on other people. Like that was the bit that I was doing fast. The dumbbell, I hated it. I was, you know, the first few rounds, yeah, they were fine. And then it was an absolute nightmare. And the box jumps were, you know, just kind of what I was doing to recover enough energy to go back and do some wall walks. So I actually, like, didn't find, you know, I'm one of the shorter athletes. I was absolutely fine with the the standardized height for the, you know, for the lines. Um, Rochelle is shorter than me. She did the scaled wall walks. And the problem with those is that you start with your hands in front of the line and have to bring your hands behind the line. And she did struggle with mm. having to have her hands in front of the line because it wasn't even just fingertips. You know, you've got to have your whole hand over the line. Mm. Um, but you know, the box is the same height for everyone. The weight's the same for everyone. So why not have the line the same for everyone? Mm. Colton merton has <laughs> got a great score on the op- on that open workout scale.
3: Exactly like, the same height as you. <laughs>
1: He's shorter than me.
2: So Oof.
3: wow. Yeah.
1: but the, the line was five foot, wasn't it? Away from the wall.
2: Mm. It actually honestly felt pretty comfortable where it was. I yeah. But again, I've not done the movement enough to know that like, oh, actually that, you know, inch this way or inch that way made a huge amount of difference. You know, I was just like, hands are on the line, great, I can start. Mm.
0: Let's have just a thought, just any anyone like you know, that the scaled version, like, one of the things I was thinking with that is it still required, like, to some some degree of inversion against a wall, right? And, and that is still a, it's not, I mean, I don't know, there's foundations, and it was foundations bear crawl. It was, um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there is that element that for some, it was like, Joe, I know you mentioned this, like, people's first wall walks, right? Walking towards the, like, rx walking towards the wall and essentially well i know for me my stomach's touching the wall that's for sure um yeah you know, and there were a few occasions where my stomach was touching the wall and my feet weren't and i wondered where i was going uh-huh. next. <laughs> but you know when i went in went walked in with a little too much gusto and nearly bounced off um but you know for scale you know that equally is like requires you know it requires core activation core stability that ability to load one arm and then one one shoulder and then the other kind of like you know walk in yeah you're only maybe moving let's call it six inches but you know you you know jason i don't think rochelle would been, been alone i know she's not alone i saw it as well like just how you how you kind of kind of go through that joe what about for you a wall walk something you were comfortable with did you do them last year have you done them since <laughs>
1: Yeah, I did, um, did it. I've got a garage gym, so quite fortunate. Just got it sorted before lockdown, before all the prices shot up and things, so I was a lucky boy. Um, but, yeah, did it last year in the Open. Um, I think it came about 90th in the UK in that ward because no one else was doing it. <laughs> so, decent finish. And then, yeah, just done them in a lot of um, EMOMs recently um, leading up to the Open um admittedly not been training as hard leading up to this open but um yeah been been trying to get a few of the unusual movements like this in like overhead walking lunges as well and things you don't usually do in classes because they might have that little bit more complexity to them and not as many people can obviously take part and do them
3: i thought the dumbbell snatch was going to be a um dumbbell squat snatch I genuinely thought when they, well, I was like, oh, man. And then I was like, oh, sweet. But then, but then actually, in hindsight, (laughs) I would have hated that with a passion, absolute passion. But then that's not as inclusive as it could be, right? If they want an inclusive, fairly inclusive workout, like that was as as inclusive, almost as inclusive as it gets. Like, almost everybody. I think the first one is. is
1: what, what I always refer to as like the caveman would. Mm. If you set a caveman off, he will beat anyone because it's anybody can pick it up and it's usually just a grunt, grunt work. Um, and I think that one was pretty evident of that. But the, the one that strikes me that was like that the most was I think 19.1 with the Royne and the wall balls. Jason's that favorite. That one absolutely crushed me to death. But people in the gym who were f- just fit as a fiddle absolutely smashed it
0: mm-hmm so talking about smashing it let's uh you know with the kind of like you know got about you know move, moving on maybe in the next 20 minutes or so let's make sure we talk about you know any performances of note that jump out you know whether it be you know and it doesn't just have to be the top of the globe i mean we've talked we've already talked about malo brian you know we can talk about the global leaderboard anyone you thought you'd expect to see there that wasn't we can talk about the uk but equally it's a chance to shout out anyone you know from from your communities as well so jason i know you always like the global do you want to start us there or do you want to jump straight into the uk
2: i, I don't want to start at all <laughs> I,
0: no. I, I don't care where anyone is on the open leaderboard they're all above me
2: so what do i care? no um, yeah. I, what i would like to know actually and maybe i can ask sam this because otherwise i'll look up myself is the plate stack chat leaderboard well um, i think i know yeah, who's me. leading that which i believe is
3: connor if i'm not wrong uh, uh, it could very well be Wonder. I'm just trying to find it now. Competition dashboard. There we go. I'll, uh, I'll look it up. If you carry on talking, I will find it and put it up on screen for us. Thank you very much.
0: Well, I'm not sure if it's Connor. Could be uh, could be Claire. It's just popped up saying that she sees 19.1 as the best open whatever. Um, and I can't even no, remember. That's... Well, that's a shame. No, that's definitely, that's
3: like... definitely not Claire. That is 100% Connor watching this saying that. There's no way Claire enjoyed that that much. You know Surely if Claire.
2: I, if I'd known Connor was watching, I wouldn't have said that he was top of the leaderboard. I'd not have given him that moment of glory. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: but, um, I, I always get 2019 and 2020 mixed up because they were in the same year. So I can never remember what 19.1 is. Oh, I, I can remember because it crushed me. And, it um, 19, the... 19, 19,
1: Is that correct? In yeah. 19.1. Was it 19 calorie rolls for 19 minutes? Or have I made that up?
0: Oh, I don't know. Is it really that long? Oh. No, that's I will come back to it. But um uh, one thing I was gonna say, and there's been an article on um Morning Chalkup about this because you know, I think I said right back at the beginning and we were talking about people being one and done, right? Because actually for those who are aspiring to go beyond um beyond the, the open to quarterfinals to semifinals, um, you know, that they're they really this is not their uh, this is not their concern. But what we're seeing both on the global leaderboard and on the uk leaderboard and i'm happy to talk about that if we want is we're seeing that those there are still familiar individuals at the top which even means if they're only doing it as part of their training um they're still posting some big scores whether it be globally or you know within the uk leaderboard and so that kind of just speaks to um you know that even if they're just doing it as part of their daily training they can just dial that intensity somewhat and it shows the level of performance that there is at that kind of like international slash elite level.
2: So I need to apologize to Ben. Who
3: is this guy?
2: Do you not know? Ben? Oh, Ben's great. So um, he's another... Well,
3: quite clearly great.
2: Yeah. So he, he's a, <laughs> another fantastic teen athlete that was at the British Teen Championships. So I uh, spoke to him a lot over that weekend. Um, and yeah, he's uh, so he is currently top of the leaderboard um which is so annoying because like they're they're so young and they're so good
3: they're in the same category aren't they they're both they're both in the 15 to 17 age category which is
0: 16 to 17 yeah and ben cole got the highest uh highest score in that
3: division in the uk yeah wow which is probably why he's top of our leaderboard
2: yeah oh there i am in ninth
3: Oh, I've made it in. Excellent. Excellent. There we go. Yeah. Tom's so, in. Tom's in twelve. Yeah. There's me in sixteenth.
0: So, you know, I think it's, you know, like you say, and, and I mean Joe, you described it as a caveman wad, but we're still seeing that, you know, those those who are making it to semifinals previously were on the floor at Waterpalooza. You know, they're uh, they they've got the they've got that caveman engine and they can they can oh, still pull it out one and done.
2: This is a fun fact. Rosie will like this. So Rosie Cox is a CrossFit Bath member. So she's only like a few reps behind Adrian Bosman. (laughs) So that's... uh, Loving that. That's pretty good. That was the first
3: thing that I messaged Connor. I think I said to him, you just beat Boz.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I think that's the nice thing of the Open, right? It's like, yeah, you're going to see... Of course, you're going to be checking out, like, oh, where's Velner and, you know, where's Justin and all these huge names. But it's so nice to also be able to just like people you know from around the community for other reasons, kind of be able to, to kind of see how they're doing and, and how much better and fitter they are than you. That's generally what I find when I look around the
0: open leaderboard.
3: Sorry, Tom. You uh, had something up then.
0: I know. I'm trying to show, and this isn't going to mean much for those who are listening, which I know plenty of people are listening to it just as a podcast. But just, I, I, I you know, it, it's my my prerogative to show the. Um, kind of like uk scores so we already mentioned ben cole at great star in the 16 to 17 division um we've got the likes of taylor howe lucy campbell amy kringle and ella wilkinson who are the top female athletes so that's that exemplifying with names those that you know a lot of people will be familiar with if they do Watch some of the UK athletes at semi-finals, water and things like that. Really exciting to see um, another Connor, but this time uh, Connor Pinnington, who's also from CrossFit Island. I was going to mention him, Tom. Yeah, he's he's uh, the athlete program trained by Dan Bonnet over at CrossFit Island, and uh, I know he's uh, he's definitely kind of one to watch, kind of coming through the ranks. Um, and, and you know, super exciting to, you know, he's clearly got an engine on him, uh, another one coming out of Isle of Man. Um, so that's cool. One thing to note, and this will become a talking point, I think on the international stage, is look where Sam Briggs is. I'd forgotten that actually at 40, Sam Briggs now moves into the 40 to 44 um, top scores um, and, and is one of the top scores, for, or is the top score for the UK. So, you know, this Sam's announced that this is her last year. Um, before retirement um she's up into the 40 to 44 division but i am sure it's we, well we know she's uh she's driving for that um uh individual invite to the to the games through quarterfinals and semifinals so there we go um if folks don't have anything else on um 22.1 um you know i I definitely felt I could have got more reps, but actually, I decided that it was more important for me to get comfortable with the score that I've got than it was to kind of try and find time to do another attempt at war walks. Where, you know, and before the open even started, I, I said to myself that just posting a score is a success for where my training or lack thereof is right now. And it's requiring more of a positive mindset just to move through and move and focus on the the community focus on the friday night lights or whatever it might be then you know the score i actually got which you know we'll see that all the time but um it means i'm now starting to look to 22.2 i don't know about you guys yeah are are we gonna do
2: predictions then is that where where we're going with
0: this um I've got, one in, I've got one in mind, but I'm going to throw it out there. Anyone got a burning prediction um, for, uh, which sounds like an ailment you might want to get some cream for, but uh, anyone got a <laughs> prediction
1: for 22.2? The thing is, I don't see it being a max lift, because I think they'll save that for the third one, with it being a, maybe a two-parter again, because um, that worked really well, I felt, last year. Um, yeah. But what really wound me up about that, just to get this off my chest, is I've seen people retesting um, 21.4 but not after 21.3 and beating the previous score and I'm like how does that compute Um so yeah if you're doing that stop doing it it's winding me up on Instagram but um, my prediction for 22.2 is going to be um, I think we've probably had the handstand walking slash handstand push up element of the open um, but I can see it being um, maybe a bit of a Another gassy one, but with some double unders and maybe thrusters and burpees over the bar. Mm. Definitely, I've I've got a feeling it's going to be another gassy one um, for some reason.
2: Uh, Thrusters with burpees over the bar is something a lot of people I've I've heard say. That's like we've been uh, at the box. They they put up a post kind of asking people to guess, and whoever, if anyone guesses right, they get loads of points for their team. It's not going to happen, though, is it? Um, So I've I've got a wild prediction, if you want. Like I've gone super specific on a workout, <laughs> and I've got no reason. Like, there's no reason for it to be this. But I was just like, you know, what? I'll come up with an open workout that I think it could potentially be that will be something horrible and and, and destroy us. Um, so I'm I'm thinking twenty-one fifteen nine, okay. Deadlifts, and so first of all, I want to say the movements that I my, my real guess would be I reckon we're going to see deadlifts and double unders. As part of this workout. Okay. But what I think might happen is something like a 21 15 9, 21, you do deadlifts and toes to bar, 15, clean and like a chest to bar, and then the nine are shoulder to overhead and bar muscle ups with double unders in between.
1: Mm. So
0: I like either... that as a
3: workout. I, I, I'd, I'd like to do that. What My...
1: it's like
3: 15. That may, that would be quite cool. Do that with 50 double-unders in between and put a 10-minute time cap or 12-minute time cap on that. That would be horrendous. Mm. Yeah.
2: And, the, the, wh- and obviously the weight on the bar stays the same. So you're deadlifting it, and then you're cleaning it, and then you're mm. doing shoulder-to-overheads. And, and if they set the weight right, that final portion is going to be the, the separator, isn't it? Because it's who's got the strength to do the shoulder-to-overheads. Maybe a weight they could deadlift, but they can't do shoulder-to-overheads. Or they can do chest-to-bar, pull-ups but they don't have Mm -hmm. muscle-ups so it will kind of be like it's that element that then you'll see this big separation and then for Mm -hmm. the elite athletes they
0: all get it done and it will just be how quickly yeah my um so are you thinking the weight being the same for the bar throughout that
2: yeah i'm thinking like like 60 kilos something like that that's going to be so it's going to be really light for your Mm -hmm. for the majority will be like really light for the deadlifts but or or maybe even heavier 80 you know 80 80 maybe maybe. yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: something like that (laughs) yeah the, the only issue with a workout like that now 15 isn't too bad if they're only doing it once of cleans is people not fully extending, getting there, like in terms of judging and movement standards for a high repetition cleans, you know, like you don't see elbows coming in front of the, uh, in front of the bar kind of whether, uh, you know, probably not, not extend, you know, catching it in the power position and not standing it up before they kind of like bring the, uh, Bring bring the bar back down. So I I don't know. I feel like that doesn't mean they won't do it, but it, it could be one of those like you know proper loads of memes on poor movement standard for cleans. So Yeah, I think I, it's more
1: likely to be ground to overhead um, than just cleans because there's less that can go wrong.
0: That's yeah, a good point. In yeah. judging, I mean yeah, wise. Yeah. Oh, but then
3: we're yeah. just snatching again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel not I not feel if it's heavy like... enough, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's if true. the bar was if the bar was eighty kilos, which is I think it, so, which is probably a weight that's going to be roughly right. If you were doing all three of those movements, eighty kilos is going to be about right because your sort of everyday Joe would definitely be able to deadlift that. Some would be able to clean it, but maybe not fifteen times. And then shoulders to overheads, so like if you could, if you can clean it, you're probably doing that part, but you might not have muscle ups or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If
2: it it was 80 kilos, I've done all of those movements at 80 kilos, but it's like doing them all one after another, that many reps. Yeah. for, For me, that would be a real, like when I got to that like shoulder to overhead that would be questionable but do i have it in me to do it now um, and and i kind of feel like that's usually where i sit in open workouts is it's kind of like oh technically i can do all of these things i'm just not sure if i can do them all at the same
0: time like all on the same day so maybe hey, that that's is the, the open magic yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. and i mean so, so there's, i mean i love a barbell uh not necessarily a gassy barbell which is what that is um especially if you've got gymnastics and double unders in there joe anyone that follows you on instagram knows you love a barbell so i mean is that what are you hoping to see barbell cycling either this week or the yeah and i week? think
1: it's a barbell in the clue that crossfit have posted that yeah. looks like a knurling of a barbell to me i know we said we'd talk about it later on so that's my tuppence into the conversation i think it is a barbell and yeah the the heavier well up until a uh, obviously certain weight the heavier the barbell to cycle the better for me definitely so do you know
2: what would be the ultimate like trolling from crossfit is that, that absolutely that is a barbell and then the workout is 7 minutes of burpees over the barbell and the barbell oh. is
1: just being used for you to and,
2: do burpees over
1: and on Seriously. the announcement they come from that zoomed in picture and come out to the barbell, and yeah. it's someone just jumping over as they start the announcement. And
2: maybe it's really loaded, heavy. So like the big guys are like going, "Oh, look at that! Oh, there's twenties on there. Oh, two more twenty. Oh, it's like hundred kilos on there. Wow, what are we going to be doing?" And then they just they were like, "Oh, that was just for stability to make sure it didn't roll away."
0: <laughs> that imagine seven minutes of burpee over for barbell because like you know there's two very different ways you can do burpee over barbell especially if you don't have to extend all the way up which you don't typically was you know you can rabbit hopper across across there's very few who can maintain that for 7 minutes right yeah. so it it could be a really interesting kind of a uh, uh, one but i feel it's a little too so what i was going to say is that like 22.1 felt like the kind of you know the gassy one right you know the one where like yeah it, it brought in some elegance by having the step down on the wall walk which was going to kind of slow people down a little bit it wasn't as kind of like 20 well 17.1 and and 21.2 right the the box jump overs burpee box jump overs and snatch that was a little bit more grunt work but um it, it makes me think that like there's going to be a higher skill thing that comes into that so whether that be kind of barbell cycling with increasing weight or uh um or kind of the gymnastics coming in there or, or a bit of both or
2: I'll, I'll, I'll give you this you can do it could be maybe it's less time maybe it's five minutes of burpee max burpees over the bar and then two minutes for or, yeah, well, two minutes would probably be enough and then two minutes to get a, the heaviest clean you can afterwards
1: i was just gonna say that jace um that's definitely what they could do Um and that would be... That would be a real interesting workout,
2: I think. That would be very similar to. Um, oh, it wasn't burpees, was it? Do you remember? Was it eighteen point two and two mm-hmm. A? It was like. Um, it, it was the, d- that was dumbbell squats front
0: squats and burp bar facing uh, burpees, right? bar burpees, <laughs> and then that was followed by a, a max yeah. clean. Yeah. yeah. So we could, Where, and, you, we, and we, your we... legs
2: didn't work. I remember oh, that. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Remember, <laughs> I remember trying to clean this weight and then my judge being like you've got to, you've got to move your legs you've got to move your legs and I was like they mm. they're not moving I don't know what to tell you and then I judged him and he came up to me after he was like yeah yeah they just <laughs> the oh,
3: legs I, don't could, work. I could I could tell you in that workout I could tell you exactly what score I would get right now <laughs> I'm, not, I'm actually not even joking. I know exactly how many burpees over bar I can do in five minutes. I could tell you within 10 reps of what I would get. And I could tell you what how, what I would clean in the two minutes after as well, like within probably five kilos. Yeah. So I, I, I could pretty much post my score right now.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I feel that. So my closing remarks, and then I, I, I want to wrap this up. You know, we get a good night's sleep ahead of the weekend. Um, is I have a feeling that uh, although it's Wednesday, I don't even know what day it is. Um, is I, I, I'm wondering if there's going to be a repeat. And so the two ones that keep floating around for me, I'm torn between 19. Point, no, not 19. 19 point, um, 19.5, which is an ascending ladder of thrusters and Chester bar pull ups, with a 20 minute time cap. Which is pretty miserable, but something like that feels like it's more likely to be la- the last week because it is a bit of a kind of like sell your soul one, right? And 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 kind of like thrusters always seem to end up in the last week of uh, the last week of uh, of the workout. And then the other one, if I can try and remember what it is, which um, is actually the one before that, nineteen point four. And this speaks to a little bit about what we've been discussing here: burpees gymnastics and it was the three and actually um ty hatherley of uh crossfit talisman selected this as, as one of his favorite workouts when i was chatting to him on the podcast recently um is it's three rounds of 10 snatches and 12 bar facing burpees then you rest three minutes and then you have three rounds of 10 bar muscle ups and 12 bar facing burpees so it's a it's a beautiful menagerie uh not the right word to use but i like the word menagerie of of gymnastics of burpees, and of bar uh, bar work, so who knows? I remember that workout very clearly, um, because I
2: only just like managed to finish that first part with enough time that I think after the two minutes rest, I was going to have like five seconds, and I just <laughs> needed to get, and I was like, if I can get a muscle up, that's shooting me so many places up the leaderboard, and I'd never felt so much pressure to to get a movement. I got the muscle up. Don't worry, everybody. It's fine.
1: But,
3: um, no, I'm
1: just saying it's the open magic where you got the muscle up. Yeah.
2: And then I swung down and I was like,
3: could I get another? No, No I want to see a 19 point. just, I want to see a 19.2 repeat or something along those lines i like because it was um amrap 20 beginning uh beginning on an eight minute clock and then it basically if you get it done within eight minutes you get another eight minutes oh yeah that oh you one, get another it. you get another four minutes and then if you complete that bit you get another four minutes which i thought like i, I like the idea like that's the sort of clock that i really like because either you're only waiting around for eight minutes <laughs> if you can't finish <laughs> but then like, it gives you the opportunity to sort of keep going and going and going like and there's as you say like it lends itself to that sort of open magic yeah definitely. I, I have a,
2: a final question i would like to ask the ask this uh, body of, of crossfit body. experts um is there any chance that we do not see thrusters So historically, thrusters have been in every single open. But there was the potential that we were not going to see thrusters in one open because I'm sure you remember there was the like choose your own open workout that was like voted on by the by the, you know, what the people wasn't there and it was like one was an overhead squat workout and the other was the thrusters in chester bar or something like that and that was the one that some stupid people picked and so that's what we ended up doing so potentially there could have been a year we didn't have them now like we have them and everyone always says well we always have thrusters there every year that has to end eventually right so i'm wondering if this year there's no there's no thrusters because that would really give people something to complain about. Oh, Dave's gone, and and now we don't do thrusters in the open. Ah, oh, an end of an era. Um, or alternatively, why wouldn't mind, what I would prefer to being like a you know, a ascending ladder or descending ladder or whatever of loads of thrusters would just be like a one rep max heavy thruster. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but I, th- I see if they do come up this year, they could be dumbbell. And then burpees over the dumbbell but that's well, a then... single arm as well because we it's
3: only have to arm have dumbbell, one dumbbell.
1: Oh. Just sucks. double dumbbell at 22 but i reckon that will be too too much for the old... it, can't, it,
2: it can't be because the equipment list specified ah, one is dumbbell, so yeah you're right then uh or maybe you could just get to hold it in two hands then i don't mind as much
1: no
0: <laughs> goblet thruster <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what, I've really enjoyed. I feel like there's a if there is one of these evolving t- clocks, like you've just described, Sam. Um, there's a danger. I've spent more time talking about what 22.2 could be than actually doing 22.2. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, but uh, I, Wait, I, that's I, always an option for me. <laughs> the, the, the only, the, I, I always talk more CrossFit than do CrossFit. Right, that's that's been the case for a while, but I enjoy it nonetheless. So um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, do we have a shout out at all this week?
2: Oh man, you're, we we haven't done that since we started doing
0: live episodes. Oh, do we not. <laughs> all right. Well, well and,
2: uh, only because we generally are shouting out like the people in the comments as they come along. I mean, yeah. obviously, we're going to give a, a big shout out to Ben because he's, you know, he, he he's been participating in our um, fancy fitnessing leagues that we've done. He's, you know, he's a he's a friend of the show, and he's, you know, absolutely smashing the
0: open. So absolutely, you know? absolutely. And obviously it has to be a big thanks to, uh, Joe for coming on and joining us around the plate stack. It's, it's been, been a pleasure, pleasure. Thank you. Um, I do want to wish everyone listening and everyone around the plate stack, Joe, Jason, and Sam the best for, uh, 22.2. Um, I'll wrap it up by just saying you can find me on Instagram at Chalking Fitness, where I'm doing far too many stats right now and not enough sleeping, but they seem to be enjoyed and I enjoy making them. So there we go. Um, Jason's. I, I enjoy binging them as well, Tom. Excellent. I'm pleased to hear it. I'm pleased to hear it. Um, I see you've signed up for the Chalking Fitness newsletter as well. So uh, yes, you can, signed uh, up you today. Can... You can get even more stats that way as well, just to plug that, you know, blatantly. Wow. <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> it felt nice. Hey, you can, spo- can- Chalky Fitness can sponsor any episode of Play that Check they want. <laughs> they just sponsored today's.
0: So... <laughs> um, yeah, so that's me. Jason's at Jason CF Media, Sam at LaRoche Original, and Joe is at Joe Taylor, as in like Taylor Howe, right?
1: as in taylor how because taylor spelt as it is weren't available on instagram at the time
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well you know people it's phonetically spelt so perfect So, it's been an absolute pleasure um i'm gonna sign us off enjoy the open i'll see you all on the leaderboard